0: Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. We are an actual play podcast from Perth, Australia. You can find us on our social accounts at NWTB Podcast. Keep up to date with episode releases on Twitter at NWTBugbear. And listen to the show wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Hello to everyone who found us on Reddit recently. We appreciate the comments. We are back with System Shock 2 where we will slip out of the comfortable robe of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition and put on our VAC suits once again. (sighs) Once again to play the first edition work-in-progress Rules of Mothership, the sci-fi horror RPG by Tuesday Night Games. Why are we not playing Ghosts of Gauntlegrim, you may ask? Well, Doug had to work and couldn't join us this week, so that's why.
1: What a loser. (laughs) Yeah,
0: work. Trying to show off. I am Andrew, and I will be the warden for this evening. And joining me around the table, as always, is Josh. Always here, unfortunately for Andrew. Always. And John? Lambs to
1: the cosmic slaughter.
0: (laughs) Anything else, John? Hello, I'm John, perhaps?
1: No mercy!
0: Moving on, that was John.
1: I will destroy
0: you. He's a bit different. And sitting in Doug's seat is our special guest,
2: Cade. Hello, I am a poor victim off the street <laughs> that Andrew has just kidnapped. Please, please help me. Please help. See, Doug likes to make that joke. Quite well, I think a, quite if I'm times. sitting in his seat, keeping his cushion warm. And I, I think,
0: think just... if, we, if we've been saying it a lot, my, maybe people will think it's true. Yeah. I'll start getting calls. Cade, this will be your first time playing Mothership, is it not? It will be, yes. Very good. Well, we have only played one game, so of course we're all seasoned veterans by now. So as long as you lead, as long as we lead
1: by example, you should be fine. Yeah, I should put it, <laughs> I should put forward a disclaimer for any of those who are listening in. This is not a high octane combat game. This is like a horror combat game where, in movies, someone tries to hit something with a bat and then they fall on the ground and crawl away on their leg, on like their knees. Yeah. that's that's what this game is like. In the game of Mothership, combat is more of
0: a failure state
1: than something you were to
0: seek out. So it is very exciting and very lethal. So, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, as is tradition, we will go through the character creation process and then play a short one-shot adventure. Are you ready to engage your hyperspace drives, gentlemen?
3: Yes. Yes,
0: sir. Yes. (laughs) Excellent. Then let us begin. Content warning, Mothership is a horror game for mature audiences, unlike the players here. It contains violence, foul language, some sexual content, I hope not, and depictions of mental illness, trauma, stress, and panic that may not be suitable for all audiences. Please be advised.
1: Lambs to the cosmic slaughter!
3: (laughs) Immediately looking for skills that will help me get in the sack with an alien. Are you looking through them? (laughs) Alright, ready? Ready? Welcome to Mothership, the sci-fi horror
0: RPG where you and your crew try to survive in the most inhospitable environment in the universe, outer space. You'll excavate dangerous derelict spacecraft, explore strange unknown worlds, encounter hostile alien life, and examine the horrors encroaching upon your every move. Let's get started. Everyone got their blank character sheets in front of them. Yes, affirmative, nodding doesn't work on podcasts Yes, I
1: have my blank character sheet in front of me, sir Good Mm -hmm. Step
0: number one is to roll your stats We have four stats, strength, speed, intellect and combat Which represent how well you act under extreme pressure Roll two ten-sided dice, 2d10 And then add them together And then add a further twenty And you may record the results for each of your stats You may arrange them how you see fit Or you may keep them at the top of your sheet because you will be choosing a class later. A stat score of about 30 is about average, so don't get too hung up on your numbers right now. (laughs) Josh is sobbing. (laughs) How's everyone doing? Have you got four numbers for us? Ready to go. Ready to go, John? I did roll a
1: four, yes. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to roll my last one. Yes, I have four numbers. Excellent. Step
0: two is to roll your saves. You have three saves, sanity, fear, and body, representing how resistant and reactive you are to different kinds of trauma and danger. Roll two ten-sided dice and add them together, and then add ten, and record the results for each save. Lots of intense faces around the table at the moment. I assume you're arranging them as to go for a class in the next step, correct? More or
1: less?
2: I have no idea what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just
1: going to roll a D4 and pick a class at random. Yeah. That's, all
0: right. That's all right. Once you do that, you can arrange your stats and your saves to fit that character, if you like. As long as you've got the numbers written down. Josh, are we all good? Yeah, I just don't know what I'm going to pick. We'll, we'll find out.
2: Kate, are you okay? you ready to go? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm uh, I'm waiting for John to roll a D4 so I can work out what my class will be. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Step number three is to select your class. There are four basic classes in Mothership. Marines. They're handy in a fight, but whenever they panic, it may cause problems for the rest of the crew. Androids. They are a terrifying and exciting addition to any crew. They tend to unnerve other players with their cold inhumanity. Scientists. They are doctors, researchers, or anyone who wants to slice open creatures or infected crew members with a scalpel. And lastly, there are Teamsters. They are rough-and-tumble blue-collar space workers, mechanics, engineers, miners, and pilots. Let's start with Josh, shall we? What class do you wish to play for this character?
3: I feel like this is cruel making me go first.
0: Would you like to pass? Yes, I'll pass. John. What
1: class would you like to play? I would like to roll my D4 and just pick whatever I get. You're subscribing to Chaos itself, John. If I roll a 1, I will choose Marine. If I roll 2, I will choose Android. Of if I course. roll 3, Scientist, 4, Teamster. Here we go. 2, Android again. Is that a re-roll or are you happy with that? I want to re-roll. I did an Android last time. Okay. Not full Chaos. <laughs> Not full Chaos then. Two again. <laughs>
2: I think you're an android. The universe really wants me to play an android. Okay, fine. Okay, okay. android.
1: (laughs) I'll play an android again.
0: That's fine with me. So, as an android, you get plus 20 to your intellect, minus 10 to one stat, plus 60 to your fear save, and plus one wound. Yeah. Okay. So, you may arrange your stats now and your saves and add the extra if you need it. Josh, are you ready?
3: Yeah, I'm going to ascribe to the same method because why not? And you rolled a d4. Yep, and I got a 3, so that means I'm a scientist, you As a scientist,
0: you get plus 10 to your intellect, plus 5 to one of your stats, and plus 30 to your sanity save. Because you are a very sane scientist, are you not? Possibly.
3: Well, will see.
0: We'll see what happens. Maybe you can add that to your lowest score, put your lowest number in sanity to even it out a bit. Excellent. You do not get an extra wound, so you only have two to start with. Lastly, we have Cade. Are you going the chaos route or do you want to choose one that hasn't been done before?
2: Uh, The controlled chaos is kind of decided for me with these two chuckleheads. So I will go Marine and see if I can keep these idiots alive. Awesome. As a Marine, you get plus 10 to your combat, plus 10
0: to your body save, plus 20 to your fear save, and another wound. So you may now arrange your stats as you see fit. Step four is next. Is everyone ready? Yep. Excellent. Step four is roll for your health per wound that you have. Roll 1d10 and plus 10. And this will be your health per wound. 1d10
1: plus
0: 10. 1d10 plus 10. I should roll my cog dice. My cog die because I'm an android. Because you're an android.
1: It went off the table. Let's try that again.
0: If you were a Bishop with your knife trick, you'd be stabbing each finger all the time. Mhm. Right, with your dexterous leaking milk, leaking milk. What did you get, John? I got 13. 13. So you have 3 wounds. So in those 3 little dots you see on the character sheet to the left, the far left, you yep. can pencil in 3 wounds. Yep. And your health per wound is as you said, 13. 13 each wound. So I
1: mark it at 13. Yes. And then we drop we we mark it downwards.
0: Yes. So technically you have 39 hit points. Correct? Yep. Total. Works out. Cade, are you ready? Yes, I rolled a 17. Oh, three wounds at 17 each. That's pretty pretty damn good. So you are quite healthy. Excellent. And finally we have Josh. I rolled an 18. Oh, you are a healthy scientist. However, you only have two wounds, but it will definitely still
3: still 36.
0: Oh yeah. Very good. All right, let's move on to step number 5, which is gain stress. Your current stress, your current stress. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson.
3: I'm currently very stressed.
0: Now kiss. Now Now kiss. Kiss. Step five is gain stress. Your current stress and minimum stress both start at two. So please mark a two and a two in the boxes provided. Step number six is note your trauma response. Each class deals with stress and panic differently, which comes into play later in the game. Mark your trauma response for future reference. Marines, whenever you panic, every nearby friendly player must make a fear save. Yep, sorry. <laughs> As with the man with the gun starts
1: panicking. I love these rules, they're my favourite. Yeah. yeah. John, what is your rule with an I'm android? die. My rule is Game
0: over, man. Yes, Game over. Precisely.
1: My rule is fear saves made by any nearby friendly players are at disadvantage because I'm creepy. So, because I'm an android, I'm always unnerving, slightly unnerving, Uncanny Valley. Yeah.
0: And a scientist. We haven't done this one before. Mm. You, whenever you feel, whenever you feel a fail save, whenever you fail oh. a sanity save.
3: Oh. oh no!
0: All nearby friendly players gain one stress. Okay, he's losing it. got
1: lambs to the cosmic slaughter. He's losing it, guys.
3: <laughs> what do we but do? I keep in mind, I have plus thirty to my sanity saves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Which have... I rolled. Uh... Am I gonna? Rev- it just doesn't matter if I reveal. At the end, we might just reveal sure. all the yeah.
0: Once what I like is stats.
1: that is that androids get no benefit to sanity, which is what makes me think of <laughs> from the first yeah. alien movie.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> As you cry, milk.
0: Yeah, spinning around. Well, they can you you can picture them being susceptible to logical errors, logical fallacies. I believe they're called. Mm. Is that, is that? Yeah. yeah. All right, everyone. This sentence is false. Don't think about. It, don't think about. It, don't think about. It. <laughs> You have taken note of your trauma response. Step number seven, which is slightly a bit more involved, is choose your skills. Each class comes with preloaded with relevant skills, which help the character perform better at different challenges. Additionally, each class has a number of bonus skills to select now. In order to choose a skill, you need to have at least one prerequisite skill, a skill that has an arrow pointing to it first. So I'll give you a bit of time to have a read and you can uh, pencil in your skills on the screen provided are the trained skills, the expert skills, and the master skills.
3: Josh, thoughts? I've decided that the scientist is going to be buds with the robot Okay. to Good. make it easier for me to choose my skill.
0: Okay. <laughs> so
3: you're going to work with each other now to make sure you don't double up, is that correct? What I mean by this is I get a master skill with its prerequisites Yeah. as a scientist. Oh, and so it's really hard to choose which master skill I want. But it I do have access to things like robotics. Mm. So I could in... in so if, uh, if this
1: plot involves a robot that's not me. Yeah.
3: If it involves mechanical repairs. Yes. <laughs> or you're damaged, Mr. John. Uh, and John is damaged. Yeah. I feel like I should be able to make repairs.
1: Sure. What should I pick then? Because I, I like the idea of being a seadier robot than last time. So I, I was going to take jury rigging. And like, do it, could take some Teamster stuff because we have no Teamster.
0: Yeah, that's good. You can be like a mechanical android sort yeah. of thing. You can fill the gap if you like.
1: So I took, yeah, industrial equipment and jury rigging because I have, I have a thing in my head now. For who, well, yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: So your base skills as an android are linguistics, computers, mathematics, and your bonus expert skill was?
1: Uh, I, well, I don't get any, I didn't get any expert skill on my own. I, I get to pick. One expert skill or two more trained skills. So you just pick two more I trained skills? I two more trained skills, trained skills okay. yeah. And they are? They are industrial equipment and jury rigging. Excellent.
0: So your industrial equipment will allow the safe and proper use of heavy machinery and tools. Yeah. Exosuits, forklifts, drills, yeah. breakers, laser cutters.
1: That's only because I took hacking last time, so I already know about it. And I didn't want to yeah. take physics. Seems seemed yes. like a long shot. Ah. Yeah.
0: What would you choose, Mr. Scientist, as your master skill? You said...
3: Well yeah, well because now there are other skills to choose from so I want I want to double check. So. Yeah, go have a read. Interesting. Cuz uh, there's no way of me knowing what we're going to come across, so I don't want to pick based on that. Surgery, eh. <laughs> um you have introduced surgery, things are going pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still choosing yeah, along the lines of robotics. Sure. Or engineering. Engines, machines and structures is quite interesting. They've looks like they've taken on the original list, which is interesting, they had weapon specialization on there. Yes. And you actually that's taken away from the last list on this uh, in this edition.
0: Yeah, I think they rolled it into firearms, things like that.
3: Yeah, so they must make it's it's only trained and expert skills that really look at weapons and everything else isn't really not really a big thing. Mm. All right, I'll stick with robotics and Excellent. I still get one bonus trained and expert skill, so that's all good.
2: Awesome. Lastly we have Cade for your marine, what have you chosen? I was looking at uh, taking the two trained skills like jury rigging and maybe rim rise. But uh, since everyone has apparently decided that we're all going to play teamsters, (laughs) I I, I might dip into expert and take firearms.
0: You can double down on marine and
2: protect these two. Yeah, really lean into the whole marine aspect of it and just be a lunkhead.
0: Yeah, sure. (laughs) So just to explain the skills... Any trained skill gives you a plus 10 bonus to the relevant roll that you're going to make. So you look at your stat and just add a plus 10 when you're rolling. And expert skills add plus 15 and master skills add plus 20. You describe what you want to do with me and if a skill would be relevant and you may roll the extra number. Is that beneficial to everyone?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: understood. Excellent. We are all done. Now we come to the fun part. That will really flesh out your characters. And that is to roll your loadout, your trinket, and your patch. Let's bring up the loadout screen. Your loadout is the armor, weapons, and other gear you start out with. Roll 1d10 on your class's table to find out what your starting loadout is. And then record that on your character sheet. Every...
1: Hell yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, John's happy. You got something better than last time, John. Yeah. Awesome. So, please, everyone, roll that and mark it down, and then we'll go through it one by one. Cade, happy with what you got?
2: Uh, I rolled a seven, so
0: kind of. (laughs) So, with a seven, you got exactly the same loadout as Mr. Brandish, Josh's character, from last time. You get your fatigues, armour points two. You get a revolver, revolver with 12 rounds, and a single frag grenade. What do you think you'll do with that frag grenade,
2: Cade? Um... Take myself and the ship down for it. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Android, you're you're chomping at the bit to tell us, John. I got I rolled nine, so I get corporate attire and VIP corporate key cards. <laughs> oh I'm the corporate android. So you're a scummy corporate yeah, android. I yeah. love it. Awesome. Awesome. Pity it doesn't
0: give you anything, you know Well a
1: VIP corporate key card might come in useful. We don't know. Yeah, definitely.
0: Open some doors. You could open some literal doors and some figurative doors. Yeah. Lastly, we have Mr. Scientist. We haven't seen these loadouts before. What did you get?
3: I rolled a one, which is actually not so bad because I get a hazard suit, which is plus five armor points. It's It's the higher option for armor that I could have gotten. Yeah. A flamethrower with one charge. <laughs> excuse, excuse me, a flamethrower. A what does scientists
0: need with the flamethrower? It's a
1: homemade flamethrower. I made it for him. <laughs> my jury rigging skills. Well,
3: he's he's essentially I'm um, I'm a master of industrial equipment and mechanical repair, so yeah. that that's fine. So maybe it's like a welding and, torch that you have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Industrial equipment means that I know how to make do makeshift things as well. So a makeshift flamethrower isn't too yeah. so far away from that. I got pain pills. Yes. Uh, which I don't know what they necessarily do. I can, I'll tell you. And I also don't know necessarily what one charge of a flamethrower means. If that's one bullet or like how in like, you know, yeah. most games you'll see like one gas tank and you get, yeah. up, you know, like a hundred milliseconds of I can describe
0: that for you for sure. Pain pills, you get five of them. And when ingested, they immediately restore 1d10 health and lowers your stress by one. Ooh. There is a danger of addiction and overdose if used frequently. It's very powerful, but, of course, if you pop them like like candy, they might have adverse effects. No problem with being
3: a crack addict
0: of a scientist.
1: (laughs) Those are addictive. Crap. I've been down
3: these things like candy. Candy. And um, if we can look at the flamethrower. Sure. Let's
0: go to the weapons list. Pain pills are also expensive, too. Oh, yeah. Expensive habit. So, flamethrower worth 2,000 credits. The range is nearby. It bypasses damage and goes straight to one wound. (laughs) So, if an enemy has 20 health per wound or something... You shave a whole wound off. You just shave the wound off. Yep. You have four shots for your one charge. Good God. Ah. That's amazing. You have the critical effect, fire and explosion. So, if you get a crit, you get to roll or I get to
3: roll on that effect for whoever you hit and if the if if the liquid fuel tank is destroyed before i use it up yes. uh, i deal one wound to everyone nearby awesome that's uh <laughs> logical isn't it yeah but the good thing is okay the good thing is one i would have to be it would have to be exposed if i we were just out about exploring or during combat the other player would i would assume have to be intelligent enough to know yeah. how Ta- to target and, and have to hit it as well which is like in most video games at least it's tough for me so i'm going to assume it's Not so easy for them. And the last thing I get is an electronic tool set. Okay. Would you like to know what that does? Yes, please. That one's actually really interesting for me. Your electronic tool set does the following. You can read it out. A full set of tools for doing detailed repairs or construction work on electronics, which is great because I want to be able to repair things like my Android buddy. That's what you were
0: hoping for. Yeah. So, are we done with your loadouts?
3: Are you done?
2: Are you done? Uh, could you just bring Sh- up the frag grenades for us again? I sure can. I don't have
1: to, I don't have to look at any of mine. I think a corporate key card is pretty self-explanatory, really. So I can read it
0: out for you. The frag grenade has a range of nearby. It does 1d5 wounds. Oh, my this God. This can kill anything outright.
3: Wait, what is this? Frag, frag grenade.
0: grenade. 1d5 wounds. 1d5 wounds. It can kill something (laughs) at nearby range. The critical effect, you get one shot, as the single frag grenade tells you. The fire explosion, of course, is the critical effect. And all nearby in the same room must make a body save or take the same damage. So you really want to chuck it. Maybe it's got a timer. Or maybe it's just you hold on to it and you just wait for that moment. (laughs) You, you got your hand on the airlock door. This could go disastrously badly. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. So, that is your... That's our loadouts. Loadouts. So, let's go to the next one. Your trinket and your patch. Let's go to trinkets. Roll on the trinket table during character creation to find your random trinket. This is a D100
1: roll this time. <laughs> Josh is loving it. <laughs> can you roll, like, scroll down? I can't see him. My... Sure can.
0: <laughs> you didn't get the same one as last time, did you? No. Good. And Cade, are you smiling?
2: Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty on point. Okay. So
0: we'll start with you, Cade. What is your trinket
2: of uh, this I character? I rolled a 36, so a pair of shot glasses, which are spent shotgun shells. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's
0: a shame you didn't get a combat shotgun as your weapon, uh, but that's pretty cool. I'm crying on the inside. It's... <laughs> No, that says a lot about your character. Awesome. Let's go to Josh. I got a manual. It's called Mining Safety and you. That is excellent. That's great. It's It's your character. (laughs) Yep. And lastly, John.
1: I got a bag of assorted teeth. (laughs) 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 Ah,
3: Yes. Got some samples.
1: Why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've done some unsavory things in my time. Yeah. I've had to intimidate contractors. Okay. And, wow. And I've I've taken teeth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just red lighting as the Tooth Fairy on weekends for the extra credit.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, that is amazing as a trinket. Let's find
1: out. Let's round up. That's off a the very character. android trinket. I feel like a human wouldn't normally have one of those. No, it's weird, John. It's weird. Crazy Fair. robot. So let's go to the patch and round out
0: these characters. Please roll a d100 on the patches table that you have this is a patch that you have sewn onto your clothing or gear. This will have significant meaning or not? It is entirely up to you.
1: Hell, oh my god. <laughs> so good. This is going so well for me. John, what is your patch? A glow in the dark smiley face. <laughs> okay. In, on my corporate uniform. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's it.
0: Smiling with teeth missing, perhaps? <laughs>
1: No, no, I'm just imagining, like, like, the Evolution logo, but with, you know, like... Just yeah, like which a one was man. yours? What, my, my token? Yeah. A bag of assorted teeth?
3: No, 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 the, the patch. The it's patch,
1: like... a glow-in-the-dark smiley face. Oh, God. And, Josh? I love it. I don't like my... <laughs> it just says, eat the rich.
3: <laughs> Maybe you're a, you've got a little red book. Why, why eat the rich? I feel that's more of a bag of teeth thing. Have <laughs> well, it's never a, heard of that? It's not literal. No, no I've not. never
0: heard. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a communist slogan. It's a, that's why I said oh, Little my Red Book. book. <laughs> so you're a, a shadow communist in this space. You're a space communist.
1: Great. <laughs> well, you know, space is the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. <laughs> that's a reference for you all. Thank okay, you. good, good.
2: And Cade, lastly, uh, I got an 87. It's a brain with the word good on it. Uh, I'm choosing to believe it has no crowns in there either.
0: Brain good. Yep, Brain <laughs> good.
2: <laughs> Excellent. That is amazing.
0: Finally, we have one more step before the last one, is roll your credits. Everyone roll 2d10 and multiply it by 10. And this is your starting credits. We'll do something a bit different this time. I'll allow you to spend said credits
1: on an item if you wish. Uh, something which is related to the teeth, I want <laughs> to yeah, that'll be pretty good. I, I should get a taser. I'd like a, ta- how a... How much is a taser? A taser, you said? Yeah. Is that, it... That feels like a corporate thing to have. Listed as a taser? Um, or a stun baton? It perhaps? might be a stun baton. Right. like um, Like the combine.
0: Well, tell me how much you got first. I got 110 credits. Okay. I think it's listed as a weapon, and it might be slightly more expensive. It's 115 credits, John. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to borrow some credits off anyone? No. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to purchase?
3: A lot of things with thousand in front of them.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't have. I don't have much. And all the things that are, all, all the things that I do have, are like things that an android doesn't need, <laughs> like a like an oxygen tank. What about your teammates I'm not that gonna, you I'm care not so much about me. as a corporate? Should we get secret agendas this time. Yeah. No. Damn it. <laughs> I'll take a body
0: cam. Ooh.
3: Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, that looks pretty cool. So, corporate. John,
0: you've taken a body cam for 50 credits. Yeah. It's a camera worn on your clothing that can stream video back to the control center or or so that your other crew members can see what you're seeing. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. You send the android into a hostile area. It's like um, aliens. And the, Yeah.
1: The, the, feed out, the,
2: like the feedback of the...
0: How about you, Cade? What are you looking at?
2: I'm looking at the heads-up display, which allows me to see through anyone wearing a body cam. Um, oh. Of others in my units and tap into my gun's smart link capabilities and theirs if they have any. Cool. Pity with a revolver, you don't have smart link capabilities. Yeah, but my scientist might pick up a intelligent pulse rifle or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Infrared goggles, 100 credits. How much credits did you get, by the way? Uh, I got a 140 credits. Okay, so you got a bit of options.
1: Is that all you wish to get? I'll take a flashlight as well. Flashlight, excellent.
3: The med scanner is really like that was the first tempting. Thing that I saw because it allows you to scan a body for, yeah. uh, for signs of, of injury and trauma.
1: Bioscanner, you mean? i like yeah. a lockpick set. Okay.
3: Well, there's the med scanner at the top of that. The med scanner. Yeah,
0: 150 credits. Which is a lot. Yeah. Living or dead body to analyze it for disease or abnormalities without having to do a biopsy. That's pretty good. Results are often non instantaneous and may require a lab. So that is something to look at.
3: Now, we don't get vac suits. If we get what we rolled, right? You
0: can purchase one for a thousand, but none of you have that kind yeah, of money. Yeah. And so you didn't start with one.
3: Oxygen tanks definitely out in that case because you need a vac suit, yes. I believe, to use it in the first place.
0: Oh, there's things like rebreather which connect to an oxygen tank.
3: That's so I've like got a- enough left over. I'm gonna probably um. Draw. I'll take a
2: paracord. That's the last of my money. I do Damn. have 15 spare credits. If anyone, if you want to use it as well.
3: Well, I'll see how I go because I'm gonna go on that that second list that's there. One emergency beacon. Okay which allows me to put up a beacon for emergencies to show uh, location and put out a call on all radios. So that's, um, what, 30 credits? So that leaves me... And I got 160, sorry, not 180. Sure. So that leaves me 130. You're going to be loaded up.
0: Yeah, we learned our lesson from last time. <laughs> well, I didn't give you this option last time. You were
1: green no. um, personal locator. <laughs> He's just buying a sampler. I got a lockpick set, so there's nothing I can't get into. <laughs> I can get through company doors... And company doors I don't yeah. have clearance for. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: And that leaves me with 55 credits. I will probably get the rebreather. Sure. It does need an oxygen tank with it. Does it need it or no, it, says it says it can be can, connected? It can be connected. If there's, Yeah. Have
0: you got an oxygen tank?
3: No, but it says it can be connected to an oxygen tank. I'm assuming to filter out if you're using a vac suit.
0: Uh, when worn, filters toxic air and allows for underwater breathing for yeah. up to 20
3: minutes. Yeah. 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 So if I'm because I've got a hazard suit on. Sure. So if I'm in like a toxic area, I'm going to use the rebreather. Well, I think the toxic, the hazard suit always
0: already gives you that, right? Does it? Yeah. Well, Envi- hazard suit gives you environmental protection while exploring unknown planets. Your O2 supply is for one hour. It includes, ah. it includes an air filter, extreme heat and cold protection, oh. hydration reclamation. Oh, not get a rebreather then? <laughs> you can piss in it and it recycles it. Nice. <laughs> you get short range, com- short range comms and a headlamp included. This is just Oh his. my god,
3: I'm getting rid of the flashlight then.
1: Well come on. I've got a flashlight, it's fine. He's got a flashlight, it's yeah. fine. Get rid How of much was flashlight? the flashlight? Twenty bucks. Much.
3: Twenty. Yeah. Okay. So I've got seventy five to work with. Oh yeah. right. god. Okay. We'll be quick. Ah, <laughs> we're Jesus. all done.
0: Um, First aid kit, seventy five. Yeah, do it. Done.
3: Okay, we are ready. Yeah? Yeah. Excellent. I didn't realise like that came the hazards, so came with all of this stuff. I know, sorry, I should have mentioned That's that. That's amazing.
1: You should have read the manual I sent you, Josh, in spare time. All I got was a corporate suit and a lanyard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Step nine is finishing. This is where we name your characters. Do you want to name it now or do it in the small intro that I'm going to do for everyone? I don't really care. We'll do it in the small intro. (laughs) Okay. Okay, gentlemen. Last time the theme was yellow. This time it's green. Welcome to Green Tomb. scene fades into a space station orbiting a planet. Scrolling across the lower third is some green computerized text, Axiom Industries Station, LA-01, six months ago. The camera zooms in closer and closer until it passes through a viewport into a small room. John's smiling. If you've ever watched Blade Runner, it is the opening scene with a man in a suit interviewing someone with a strange device. A man sits at one end of a table. A single empty chair occupies the other side. He stares down at a clipboard as he hears a knock at the door. Come in, come in! Who wants to go first?
1: Who wants to go first? (laughs) They're pointing at John. Okay, I guess I was introduced last to the previous one shot, so I'll go in first. Shuffling in is what basically looks like the most stereotypical unassuming, unthreatening new male on like a on like an internet billboard like a 5 foot 2 slightly feeble looking pale, kind of cute, but really harmless he's an android, but he looks like he looks like the iinet guy like, he, he's got like a little goatee short hair and dark little eyes, and he looks like he couldn't hurt a fly
0: ah uh, yes, come in, come in hello, my name is Mr. Nistrom. You may call me Fred, if you like. I am your mental wellness officer here aboard the station. The company likes to order wellness checks from time to time to see how our new employees are doing. I am required to let you know that these sessions are recorded for training purposes. Is that okay? That's fine.
1: Would you please state your name and occupation for us? I'm Zachary Doppler. I'm a corporate android. Company reconnaissance policies. Excellent.
0: Zachary, was it? Yes, that's on my list. Any shorter name? A nickname, perhaps? Oh, just Zach is fine. Wonderful, just wonderful. Now, how would you describe yourself as a
1: person? Well, I'm an android, but I don't like to think of that as the only thing that defines me. I read classic novels, I collect rare animal teeth, and uh, I try to make sure my job performance is always in tip-top shape. Excellent, excellent, wonderful. What do you have that has some great meaning to you? Well, the first human rep that I worked with, we were scouting out a privatized greenhouse that we were contacting with, and uh, the farmer that lived there on the asteroid died, which was why the profits were low. His dog had died after eating his corpse. The human rep took the tooth and gave it to me. I think he thought it was funny, but that's just kind of how it started. Now I have a bag of them teeth. I don't like to tell people about it. Oh, you- everything is confidential here, of course. I remember the first time I started feeling like myself. Excellent, wonderful. What
0: is something that defines you? Some symbol you identify with, perhaps? Oh, I'm always happy. I can see you've got a very nice patch there on your suit.
1: I feel like it's my job to help people get at ease. And... The person that I am means that sometimes it's a bit of a challenge, but I relish challenges like that. Excellent. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? I hope I can continue to make the company proud. And I hope they see potential in my loyalty.
0: You are shooting up the ranks already, and I am sure you will make command very soon. Excellent. I believe we have everything we need. You are free to go. If you could do me a favor and tell the next person to come in, thank you. Thanks, Fred. Thank you, Zach. And, Zach, you leave the door, you shut it behind you, or keep it open, and look at the next person sitting next to it in a chair in the waiting room.
1: I nod, blankly, with a kind of vacant smile on my face. And Josh. And walk past. You walk in. I throw him a wink if we know each other.
3: You do, yeah. Hello, come in, come in. Yes, hello. Walking in, you'll see a fairly, you know, generic-looking, you know, lab coat, kind of guy is except the lab coat looks more like a lab jacket i would suppose Doesn't it's not really something that trails down it's got like a lot of double stitching on it got some marks on it and uh, you see a tool belt round his waist a set of glasses on and some scruffed up dark hair fairly okay build you know he's not small but he doesn't look like he's necessarily you know built for combat kind of kind of guy uh, yeah, hey. Hello, my name
0: is Mr. Nistrom, but you can call me Fred. I am your mental wellness officer here aboard the station. The sure. Co- the company likes to order wellness checks from time to time to see how our new employees are doing. I am required to let you know that these sessions are recorded for training purposes. Would you please state your name and occupation? Uh, yeah. Alec Jackson, ship scientist. Alec Jackson. Yes, I do have that here. Would Do you go by Alec?
3: Uh, Jackson's. What my friends call me, I guess. Excellent. Okay, and your occupation? Uh, ship scientist, uh, also, uh, lead in robotics and, uh, mechanical repair. Oh, yes, I have that all here. Wonderful,
0: wonderful. How would you describe yourself as a person? Well, what do
3: you mean? Just, uh, something you identify with. I suppose I'm an intelligent one. More intelligent than some of the people that I know here, but...
0: That's okay. Yeah, I don't this really all, understand the point of this. It's all confidential. It's just a wellness check. We're just trying to see how you're doing. As a as okay, a well, I'm employee. I'm doing fine, Doc. Uh, are you a doctor, even? Oh yes, I'm a medical doctor as well, psychiatrist. Sure. Wonderful. How? What have you have that
3: has great meaning to you? Oh uh, suppose my toolkit has a lot of uh, meaning. It was uh, it was my father's. And, uh, you know, he gave it to me before he passed away. That is a very sweet thing. What is something that defines you? Some symbol that you identify with? Some symbol? I'm not really one for symbols. I'm more for logic. Everything's got its place. Yes, that's wonderful. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Don't know. I'm not exactly sure, uh, what the life expectancy is out here. But, um... Maybe an expedition ship? Something like that? I don't know. Excellent. I Well, I believe we have everything we need. You are free to go. If you could do
0: me a favor and tell the next person yeah, to come Yeah, I'll in. get them on the way out. Thank you very much. And you walk out?
3: Yeah. Hey, buddy, you're next. Come in, come in. Next.
2: Uh, in enters uh, a 5'10"-ish, swarthy, bearded gentleman wearing marine fatigues and carrying a service revolver on his hip.
0: I believe you should have checked that at the door first, but that's okay. Well, uh, it's fine. Hello, I am Mr. Nistrum. You may call me Fred. I am your wellness officer here aboard the station. The company likes to order wellness checks from time to time to see how our, to see how our new employees are doing. I'm sorry, I just clicked my pen. I am required to let you know that these sessions are recorded for training purposes.
2: That's all right, Fred. Everyone has a nervous habit.
0: Of course, yes. Sorry, I should have. I've done enough of these, but it is late in the day. Would you please state your name and occupation?
2: My name is Sergeant Alistair Crowley. I am a Marine Uh that's it. Excellent, Alistair. Do you go by Alistair or just Crowley? Uh Crowley is fine. Okay.
0: Excellent. Wonderful. Would you like to describe yourself as a person?
2: Um I believe in fun, fighting and fornicating, as uh, my brothers used to say. But Wonderful, that's just
0: wonderful. Do you have anything
2: that has a great meaning to you? Um, a couple of personalised shot glasses that uh, my brother gave before, uh, you know, stuff happened. Oh, that's great. A little keepsake from your brother.
0: What is something that defines you? Some symbol that you identify with? Um,
2: the symbol would probably be this gun on my hip. Hasn't let me down yet. Yes, and it seems it doesn't leave your side even when requested. Can't trust anything or anyone. Of course. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? If I'm not dead, probably face down in a bar room.
0: That's just wonderful. Wonderful. Excellent. I believe we have everything we need. You are free to go. And this is your, my last appointment for the day, so you can shut the door behind you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. And the scene fades out. Present day. A small vessel travels through an outer rim system en route back to base for shore leave the three of you are in the common area of the small ship and you hear a message over the comms internal comms alright chuckleheads this is your captain
2: speaking everyone get your ass to the bridge right fellas let's go up and at them
1: we're here sorry I put my my, I'm I'm eating my cereal which I'm only eating for cosmetic reasons and I put my my spoon down perfectly straight (laughs) and I stand up and I like go well that hit the spot Let's go, guys. I turn my head stiffly and walk over.
3: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Well, you took your time, you all had breakfast. Good That's to go. what you call it, sure.
0: Yes, Captain. Well, lads, I've got some good news and some bad news. Which do you want first?
1: I don't care. You guys? I think it's best to hear bad news first, so the good news is what stays with you. Yeah, tell us how you're going to ruin our day.
0: Well, the bad news boys is Shore Leave's cancelled. A job's just come in from headquarters. Sounds like good news to me, but I understand for you guys it's hard. Well, the good news is there ain't no other ship close enough to do it, and that means a big payday for all of us. Money's always good, I guess. So um what is it? What are we doing? Well, an Axiom Industry science vessel, designation Lima, went dark about 3 days ago. We just happen to be the closest vessel to its last known location. Headquarters wants us to find the Lima, figure out what's going on, and secure some cargo if necessary. How do you boys feel about that?
2: Going dark out here is a sign of danger. Any last transmissions or information as to what uh, has happened? It went dark about three
0: days ago, that's all I've been sent. We're supposed to go there and investigate. Headquarters wouldn't give a mission like this to a bunch of greens like us, so they must be desperate. And that means a big payday for us. Prepare what you need. I've already set the course. We'll arrive at the coordinates in four hours.
1: Thanks, Captain.
0: No problem, Captain. All right. Over the four hours, what do you gather? You're not sure what you're going to prepare.
1: I uh, pack my flashlight because it's gone dark. And I make sure I've got my key card with me. It's my pride and joy. It's got my little face on there. Smiling the exact way that I smile when I smile. But I'll also slip my lockpick set into my back pocket. And, uh, well, I, I could bring the cord, but, like, that's just in case we need it.
0: Alistair?
2: I'm going to throw on my goggles that will give me my heads-up display and a rebreather just in case anything gets too smoky in there and a couple of cam lights and a flashlight. So, you... just, like, make sure everything's... Yeah. It's gone
0: dark, literally. The person that brought you in is Captain Rick. He has oversaw your crew. He is the commander of the vessel and you have been assisting him on the deep space mission which you are coming back from. But a short detour is in order. Four hours go by and your ship arrives at the coordinates.
3: Hey, Jackson. Yeah. Do we like Captain Rick? Hmm. That's a good question. Do we like Captain Rick?
1: Because if we don't... I have a good joke. Yeah, I'm keen to hear it. More like Captain Prick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's alright. That's a good one. Nice job. Your ship arrives at the coordinates.
0: Out of the bridge viewport, you see the science vessel Lima floating dead in space. You all gather in the main bridge, and Captain Rick says to you all, Well, there she is. No distress signal. Not responding to hails.
3: Okay, um, do we have any equipment that we're gonna need with us? Well, we're not sure what we're going to
1: encounter, so whatever you think is necessary. Uh, what do we have? Whatever you have. I should probably Uh. go and see if I can turn the life support back on, but if not, I might have to solo this one while you guys watch through the camera. Let me just do a scan. Yeah, any damages?
0: Yeah, he goes to the console and scans. Scans show life support is still functioning. Oh, However, it's not detecting any life signs. It's a bit strange. No mechanical damage as far as I can tell. There is one accessible airlock located on the upper deck.
3: Does not look damaged. Uh, Do me a favor, Captain, then check for any sort of communication relays or any electronic signal. It looks like everything is functioning nominally.
0: There is a... ...detection of the environmental controls... ...but I can't read
3: any extra from here. No uh, subtle changes in the electronics... ...no transmissions going in or out? Completely dead. There's no signal, no beacons, no distress signal. Would I know about any, like, signal jammers?
0: You are aware of things like this... ...but they wouldn't be on a standard Mm. corporate science vessel.
3: But, like, if there was someone that was... ...like, let's say there were space pirates... Space pirates, yeah, yeah, and they used a, a some sort of jammer. Would there be a way that we could? It is possible, but n- you are quite on the outer rim,
0: sure. And coming back, there's no recorded uh, piracy in the area, so it would
3: be a rare occurrence. Okay, yeah, maybe uh, as we go in, we'll uh, we'll try and send communications back to the ship. And if you don't hear anything, uh, there might be some issue with the comms.
0: Excellent. Uh, as long as your body cam's on.
3: Yeah, that's a good idea. Zach? If you can't see through the body cam or the locator, that probably means that the signals are jammed and there's something else going on. Maybe send help if that happens.
2: Sure. i got a beacon on the ready. Just one more thing. You didn't see any environmental bloom, like any uh, hotspots in the ship or... Anything that was above or below what should be a normal temperature.
0: Honestly, these science vessels are equipped with shielding, so they cannot be. The technology cannot be shown. I'm getting basic information about the life support and the general mechanical functions, but I'm not getting any internal readings.
1: I think we should all take a moment to appreciate the tight security and good building on Axiom ships.
3: Yes, of course,
0: high
1: quality.
3: Sure. And uh, what about robotics? Robotics. Yeah, any, uh, intel- like,
0: artificial intelligence on board? Uh, the crew complement I haven't got, weren't provided with. They may have androids on board and other equipment, I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, I just don't want to get fucking cut up by space robo-spiders <laughs> or some shit.
0: Honestly, it wasn't one of the warnings they headquarters sent. It should yeah. be a standard science vessel, small crew, four to five people.
3: He uh, presses a patch on his uh, shoulder and the helmet for his hazard suit goes up halfway.
0: Alright, let's get ready. Sure. Docking procedure activated. And your ship flies down. What's your ship's name? It's called the Rio. The Rio? Yep. Awesome. So the A-X-I Rio. Yep. And you dock with the Lima.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, man, I can't hack this one like last time. Why not? Because I didn't pick hacking. i got computers, but not hacking. So I could have a crack at it, but I... I...
3: Oh, that's what I could have gotten. I, I, took my... I, was,
1: I was struggling to figure out what my ex... Because I get another expert skill. My favourite moment of the entire previous one-shot we played was that bit where I discovered the self-destruct <laughs> hidden behind the ship's code. You all stand in
0: the main airlock as your ships have docked, and you see through the viewport into what looks like a galley. Or a corridor. Sorry, you see what looks like a corridor going
1: into the ship proper. Everything looks up to scratch so far. What a quality airlock. I'm glad we can expect such high quality products from Axiom. You're like a walking adver- advertisement. Yeah. Corporate to the core. That's what you think.
0: The door is currently closed. Alright, so the door that we're trying to get into... Yeah, you've docked, you've entered the airlock, and now
3: there's a big door okay, with an access panel right there. All right, so uh, I'll I'll have a look at see that the door's working properly. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like all the controls
0: are lit up yeah, and I'll the power's it. on. The door is slowly open and entry to the ship. As you walk in, you notice, firstly, that it's really humid and warm in the ship. Yeah, I'm The gonna environmental p- settings must have been adjusted.
3: I'm going to put my helmet all the way, the rest of the way down Achoo. and uh, turn my, my lights on. Sure.
1: I'll bring out my flashlight.
0: It looks like you go down a short corridor and you arrive in the galley.
2: This is Rick. Can you hear me? We, we can hear you, Captain. Loud and clear. Uh,
0: I've sourced out a map for you. I've interfaced briefly with the ship's computer. Uh, it's displaying on your control panel now.
3: Okay. We've got it. Thank you, Captain. What was the last thing we got from this ship in terms of communications?
0: Routine. They were heading back with samples and cargo research mission, something like that. Uh, It was not... They do not tell us where it was from.
3: All right. uh, We're probably going to have to head to the head scientist quarters then.
0: Excellent. Rick
1: out. Does anyone know if... Lives in cryostasis register on the lifeform scan. scan? Uh, would I know that?
3: Being a science-y, sciencey dude?
1: Rick said before
0: there were no life signs would, on... Would cryo... Would cryo register
1: that? as life? Because the heart rate's...
0: Like, no, I don't think they would. Unless you got an in, interface with the computer itself and... Uh, well, we should do that in the, in the science yeah. room or the command room. So you, you walk into the galley, you find yourself in the galley and... It looks very white and clean, this ship. It's a science vessel. It's very, ad- quite advanced. You look around, and things should be more a bit more cleaner than you would expect. The galley looks like it's been emptied. Cabinets have been left open. And there seems to be a pile of clothes that are dropped on the floor with a bit of a mess of MRE packs, various kitchen utensils and plates. What's MRE packs? Uh, rations.
3: Sure. That is not up to health and safety standards. Yeah, good observation there, Zach. Command room this way, is it?
2: Yeah, let's head to command room. Alec, is it possible to lock that airlock so nothing can get in behind us?
3: Uh, I checked the panel for ability to set a password. No password, but you know once it's been
0: pressed and sealed, it cannot be opened unless the procedure is followed. So you pressing the button, activating the mechanical release, and it, it can shut. You can't just go and open both automatically and yeah. suck air out unless you do it manually.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I just mean like is there a way that when I close it I can set like a verbal password or something like no, that? No, it needs to be manual it needs to
0: have a manual override for safety standards so someone can't just you Yeah.
2: Know, do it.
0: All right.
3: Uh, no, you have to open it the traditional way.
2: I'm just concerned that uh this place looks kind of lived in. I didn't want um anyone to get in behind us. But- well,
3: yeah, of course people live here. It's and it's an exploration vessel it's for, for scientists.
0: The food, if you want to inspect that, yep, looks to be a couple of days old. It's just starting to stink in the humidity. Right. It's, yeah, getting bad. Like three day of food laying out.
3: Uh, let's try and get to the command room. I would like to find uh, any environmental settings so we can get this back to normal. Sure. You know those controls would have in the command room. Yeah, so I uh, I adjust it back to normal temperature, normal. Uh, check any settings, other settings that might be yeah. askew. Are so you going into the command room? Yeah, all right. All going with him? Uh,
0: yeah. I'd like
2: to push first. Uh, go in first. Sure. Happy for sure that,
0: big guy, uh, Mister Alec. You've got your visor up of your hazard suit. It's starting to condense over the the top. It's not dealing with the humidity.
3: Would it not normally and be able to? It's affecting your vision. Your visor is fogging up. No, I mean, like, would a ha- would the hazard suit being designed for environmental protection not be able to handle that? No. <laughs> okay. It's going on the the outside. of what I mean. All right. So you have to wipe so it. So I'll just wipe it. You have it. to keep wiping it. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be. Dis- I'll I'll pick up a rag from the from the floor and I'll yeah. just use that to wipe it dry.
0: Yeah. All right. You move into the command room and something hits you very quickly. You see a corpse. A dead body sitting in the captain's chair. That is not up to health and safety standards. And all of the input modules on the computer have been smashed. And there's a crowbar embedded into one of the monitors still there. Looks like,
1: in his last moments, he was not in keeping with company policy regarding equipment. That's puzzling. Hmm. Doesn't he know his pay would be docked? <laughs>
3: yeah I think that's his top priority, yeah, I think yeah, getting his pay docked there's better concerns than that uh you don't mind taking a look around, do you Alistair?
2: I've got it uh is it possible for you to uh check the body and yeah. see if the crowbar is what's done it done him in, or
3: I'll check the panel if maybe Zach, if you could check the body, okay, Jackson, no problem. How recently dead is the body? I'd like to inspect
0: it it looks about a couple of days old rigor mortis has set in and his neck seems to indicate he was choked black and blue
1: bruises around his neck I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna grab his jaw and tilt it back to make it look like I'm inspecting and I'm just gonna discreetly try and pull one of his teeth out (laughs) yeah can I roll for that no you do it it's just distracting a tooth you're pretty you know (laughs) they're pretty juicy now and then I quietly just pop it in my little bag
0: (laughs) You investigate the control panels, Alec, and it has been pretty severely smashed with a crowbar.
3: Yeah, I'd like to be able to salvage any controls that I could as far as the environmental settings go with, like, repair, because I've got my, my toolkit on me. Trying to have a look at the wires that might need connecting sure. or anything like that. Give us an intellect roll,
0: please. Can I use my mechanical repair skill? You sure can. You're trying to see if you can repair a console good enough to uh, what, make it what, okay, give you some readings.
3: Remind us how these work.
0: So, you roll a D100 and you have to roll under your stat
3: for intellect. Which uh, I rolled a 64. My intellect is 60, but I get a plus 15 15. for mechanical repair. So, your target numbers would be? My target would have been 75, so I'm below that. Yeah, you succeed.
0: And you do manage to cobble... It takes you a bit of time, Mm. but you manage to cobble together a working readout.
3: Okay. So you also. have
0: limited access to some ships. Sure. That's stats. So, so what what can I see? You can see the environmental controls are have been locked and are stuck on whatever level it is set. It is quite humid. Okay. As said before, and you cannot don't have the command code to uh,
3: to switch it. Any key cards on the dead body? Yeah, he's got a
1: I'm, he's got I'm a name ins- patch. I'm inspecting that. Yeah, yeah. but he's. You but guys is, can. Is
3: there anything that like would give us?
0: What does the name patch say?
1: The name says Kaspar Kulowski, captain. Heads up guys, looks like he's been strangled. Sounds like someone was not an inherent to company policy regarding personal space for fellow employees. Company policy number
0: 1, personal space.
1: Number 2. Number 2, number two get out of my space. personal space. 3. Stay away from my personal space. 4. Personal space. 5. Got to need the personal space. space. Okay. Yeah, Got to anyway. keep that distance. <laughs>
0: So, about a few minutes has gone, about 10, 10, 15 minutes. Okay, so there's nothing that I can do to override. It seems to be locked, yeah. Damaged and locked, you can't access it from here. Can
1: I look at his hands? It was destroyed pretty well. His hands? Yeah. Sure. Is there anything weird about his hands?
0: You spend some time looking and you find a bit of skin underneath, skin and blood underneath his fingernails, like he scratched someone. So, he was fighting this... uh, human skin Mm. you would uh, gather so it looks like he struggled and he might have not been the ones who smash everything
1: with a crowbar it looks like he went through a struggle and someone strangled him until he died maybe he wasn't the one who smashed the screens Mm. I hope whoever is is not too nearby they're probably dead judging by the way the scan showed up question is why
3: I think we're done here
1: and you walk out of the
2: command
3: room anything you wanted to look at Alistair
2: uh, were there any ventilation or any different access like emergency hatch a mechanics hatch or anything within the command room
0: there are ventilation shafts but they're very small it looks like you couldn't be able to crawl in there yep. more like air filtration system
2: when we entered the command room door did it look like the door had to be forced open or was like there any or was it just opened with the passcode uh, with the lock as well the door was open okay yeah unlocked okay going straight in no damage to the locking system or anything like that
1: no just the computer systems sucks that all the computers are broken so I can't look at them yeah it's unfortunate
0: someone knew what they were doing what's my card going to be useful for now (laughs) there might be accessible modules you don't know
1: maybe the scientists you're
0: back into the galley and there's a corridor leading off to your right going to the long hallway and access to the other rooms in the ship
2: let's check life support we may be able to fix this humidity problem sure uh, yeah i'll take a look excellent yeah i'll go first
0: So Alistair, zach and alec you will make your way to life support a few minutes down the corridor it's really quite
3: humid and you're just every few yeah yeah you're wiping it um i'll lift my visor up then sure and then try and see if i can find the manual override in where? For life support? Uh, for the envir- any environmental settings inside the life support chamber.
0: Sure. You walk into a s- smaller room, and it looks like, from what you can tell, the system is functioning, but the console screen has been completely
3: smashed and all the controls. Hmm. So I want to try and do like rewiring, like just without needing to, yeah, to focus on that. Just
0: those. going by what you've seen, these are pretty much beyond repair unless you had specialist equipment an entire console replacement system these have been someone knew what they were doing when they destroyed this
1: what if someone has a jury rigging as a skill? <laughs> has what jury rigging jury rigging alright it would work as long as you had that
0: specific equipment yeah, yeah. to uh, yeah, repair because these consoles are like snap in sort of things
1: they're quite large what if we took the broken ones from the command room brought them into the broken <laughs> ones of life support and mixed and matched you do find another equipment.
0: You find a pile of comms, med scanners and bioscanners on the floor that have been destroyed, smashed the bits. Someone collected all these equipments for scanning and communicating and destroyed it.
1: And and biomonitoring. Yeah. Uh, if I could go... If, oh yeah. Sorry, keep going.
3: I just want to see if I can try and uh, accumulate any... like non-destroyed parts and try and mash something together. Sure. It looks to be... Give us a
0: intellect roll and you're trying to fix one of these things. Mm.
3: So I want to use repair again. If yeah. That's right. yeah, you can add that. 30. So well within my... The muscles. 30 under... Your Is se- well under 75, yeah. Excellent. You manage to cobble together...
0: Andrew is furiously rolling. I'm rolling a D6. And you get a functioning bioscanner out of it. Cool. As you manage to repair. What does a bioscanner do? So, going to the bioscanner... Checks if you've got
1: alien eggs in you, but... Equipment. I don't want to go out on a limb here, but it seems like, perhaps, someone didn't want their biology scanned and didn't want people on the ship to communicate and didn't want the computers to be functioning. Yeah. I'm just a corporate... Pump it. No, I was going to say was like being that I'm a company reconnaissance policy android. This does speak to me disconcertingly of possibly non-human contaminant.
3: Yeah, my concern is that the humidity is to do with a changed biology of some kind, or perhaps a foreign body that shouldn't have been on the ship, Uh, or even perhaps the preservation of the samples that they brought back. Uh, The the environmental settings really had no reason to be touched and getting rid of bio and medical scanners, it doesn't make sense. It's the only thing I can think of.
1: It makes perfect sense if you consider my theory.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree. As Zach is saying all this,
0: everyone take one stress. Automatically? Automatically. Wait, is this because of the environment? It's because of the conversation you guys just had on the possibility
3: of there's something being... Wrong The bio-scanner, Also I never really understood why my father left me as a child <laughs>
0: <laughs> The bioscanner that you have repaired allows the user to scan the immediate area for signs of life Generally it can stand, scan 100 metres in all directions without boop. being blocked by most known metals boop, boop, It can tell boop, the location and signs of life but not what the life is Sure, I'll flick that thing on Not a motion scanner but bioscanner you look down at the small screen, and around you, you see two very bright dots, mm-hmm. one tiny little faint dot that's standing in the room with you, and within 100 meters, you do not find any other signs. Right, which of direction Am I is the tiny the dot?
3: Tiny faint dot? Yeah, it's it, it's Zach. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, does that mean it's it's a small living thing, or is it? Yeah. I've given him
0: a little bit of like a tiny bit of humanity that may be yeah, emergent. it's you the know. tooth that he just took away from him. <laughs> it. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> it's still so, it's alive. Still got some living tissue on it. So yeah, you entered the life support. Console's destroyed. Can't change these controls either. But you did net yourself a
3: bioscanner with your Jerry Riggan. Says here, there's a collection of teeth nearby. <laughs> That's
1: so weird. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Shut up. I think that equipment's faulty. Let me have a look. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 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 So, yeah,
3: you've got a long hallway awaiting you if you wish to. Well, I'll keep it on in case something does appear close to us and it doesn't really show up at a distance or something weird like sure. that.
1: sure if i if I lose my sanity, I'm totally trying to rip all of your teeth out <laughs> oh that's that's horrifying be, that's makes, be sense great. To makes sense to me that's not me. disconcerting
2: whatsoever just,
1: just, you' know like I'm um, the world's end where they all just walk forward with their hands out like this. that's what I'd be doing. I just trying to slip <laughs> <my fingers> inside <laughs> your mouth
0: you all enter the long hallway, I assume mm-hmm. And the doors to the senior crew members' quarters are marked with their name and designation. You see three crew quarters, the captains, the crew chief, and the head scientist, labelled Room 7, Room 8, and Room 9. From a look, Room 8 door has been kicked open, or left open, violently some way. Damaged. From the inside or from the outside? You walk up.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll investigate first. It's just what
0: you can see at face. Okay, so you walk over to room number eight. Mm -hmm. You see crew chief's quarters and you see a name on top. Crew chief Charlie Ribeiro. And you see the door has been kicked in. The lock has been damaged. Looks like it's been kicked in from the, the outside in. And you see clothes and mundane possessions cover the floor, along with some books on biology and plants. Uh, pass me that book.
2: Uh, yeah, Alistair will pick up the book and hand it to Zach.
3: just want to look and see if there are any earmarked pages, oh, notes, uh, any scrolls or anything to indicate some focus. Sure. It just looks like research material on general so, biology. And I'll do the old book drop test yeah. to see which page they've been on the most. Does that work? Sometimes it gets close.
0: It doesn't look like anything of... Specific interest. Nothing's really
2: stands out to you as being important. Okay. Any uh, blood stains or stains of any other kind? Um,
0: no. You see clothes and mundane possessions on the floor, but there's no signs of... Yeah. There's no blood on the floor.
2: I'll just quickly fossick through the pile of clothes and like shift the pile, see if there's anything underneath it. Like if it's covering anything, someone's dumped it. No.
0: You cannot see anything. It okay. just looks like mundane room any hidden compartments take a few minutes to investigate you pull everything off the walls you go into the like his personal things and you don't really you don't see anything sure. hidden away yeah um
1: this is weird i can agree with you there jackson it's weird
3: and there's no one on board and people are dead and things have been gone through I wonder, was there an escape vessel maybe
0: that's a good question. You knew there were no escape pods on this vessel? Like, none
3: left, or there were none that were part of it's it? It's not equipped with escape pods. Sure.
1: There it- should be one more body. We need to find. We found the captain.
3: Yeah. There's two more. I'm leaning that way as well. Maybe we should check the barracks just in case there's any more
2: equipment. I'm getting nervous. We could just call this foul play. Move back to our ship. up yeah. this one and just move on with our lives and pretend this never happened. Yeah, we've had a look.
1: As but, a corporate um, android, I would advise against <laughs> such a course of action.
2: Honestly, we just needed to
1: the check payload it out. The would be shrank.
3: Right now we know that crew members are dead and that there was foul play. And honestly, that's, that's plenty, but I don't know. It's up to you guys, I guess.
2: Well, our job description was find out what happened. An altercation and foul play happened. That's...
3: What I'm thinking.
2: Job done. Pack her up, boys. Unless you you want to find out what they found.
1: I think the ship seems pretty dead, but that's all the more reason to take in as much information as we can. I cannot guarantee we'll be paid the full amount if we don't bring back something vital. If they emitted no distress call, it's possible the mission was highly confidential.
3: Yeah, I'd say so. I think that's why there's a high pay packet.
0: You do remember Captain Rick telling you about some cargo that's possible, Mm. and that it would be worth... Like, this isn't a job for normal people, and it may be highly valuable, was what he suspected.
1: We should at least try and find the cargo that the captain told us about. That would be my advice.
2: Is it worth checking the captain's quarters to see if there is a log of the cargo that they found? Can we or check the barracks first? Statement? Yeah,
0: you can check the barracks first. Barracks it is. Alice, there first.
2: Yes, please.
0: Alice, there you go first. Yep. This is gonna hurt.
1: <laughs> so oh. I just noticed on the map it says Lima Upper, which means there's a whole second level yeah, on I, the ship. Yeah, I can I can see the faint yeah. outlines yeah. of yeah. the lower. And level. you can
0: see the faint outlines of the lower level map on my little yeah. green map here, which was
3: the theme of the mission.
1: Green. Because it's an alien plant. Let's not be around the bush. So yeah.
3: you see lockers. <laughs> xena Xenaweed, I mean.
0: You see lockers yes. all lined up against the wall and they look like they're all shut. Okay. And in the corner, leaning up against one of them is another body. A dead body? <laughs> Do you want to investigate
1: it? Hello? He's not responsive.
2: Alastair will walk up to the body in the corner and uh, sure. do a check of it first. Before check the letting, pulse. Uh, yeah, before letting Alec and Zach get near it. It's
0: you notice that there's no pulse. Yep. Dead, but it's not rigor mortis hasn't set in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would tell you from medical training that you've had.
2: This is either really fresh or really old. Yeah, and rigor you know that. Has ended.
0: Yeah, rigor mortis sets in after certain number of days I believe and it could be between a certain point yeah okay uh weapons
3: on the body it's clutching a screwdriver is it bloody it is bloody oh, well you got a shot in
1: I would like to approach the body
3: sure you're all at the body he's
0: checking the pulse yep. and you're looking at it as well you all stand around this body suddenly it's eyes open yeah And it lunges at you with a screwdriver. Yep. And we'll see you next week.
3: (gasps) (laughs) Cliffy. I was gonna say step back for a sec, because I was like, it could like have some sort of I was thinking spores.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's I have to go for his teeth. They're the only weakness.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: guys, that certainly escalated quickly. I think there will be some saves to roll. At the start of next session, which we'll find out in a week's time. Thank you. We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear. You can check us out. Our socials at NWTB Podcast and on Twitter at NWTBugbear. I have been Andrew the Warden. To my right is John the Android. Goodbye. Zachary Doppler. To my left is Josh playing Alec. What was your last name, Alec? Jackson. Alec Jackson. And finally, our special guest, Cade. Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley.
1: We will see you next time. Lambs to the Cosmic Slaughter. Lambs
0: to the
2: Cosmic Slaughter.
1: That's also a Rick and Morty reference, by the way. That's when he experiences true level.
0: Fidgeting. Someone's flicking my desk with their feet.
3: Someone's flicking something.
1: They're called they're called mini strokes. Yeah, I just forget how to talk in twenty minute intervals. Did a few
0: mini strokes last
1: night. <laughs> I don't need to know about that, Andrew. Who clicked that pen? Fidgeting. Ah, uh, here we go. No fidgeting. <laughs> <clears throat> This is what happens okay. when he's recording. I have a
0: medical <coughs> exemption from fidgeting. For fidgeting. Okay, I am ready. Lean
3: back. <laughs> I was very tempted to get a second-person locator. <laughs> for some low jacking. You jack your low somewhere else, buddy. <clears throat> Whatever you say, mini-stroker.
1: I'm so, ha- I'm so happy that I got scummy corporate stuff. <laughs> How am I going to work with this bag of teeth, for God's sake? <laughs> Are they all gold or they're just.? I don't know. It doesn't even say they're human teeth.
3: Yeah, it just has a bag of teeth.
1: Yeah, it could be alien teeth. I don't know.
3: Shows them to the scientist and he's like, oh, these are like dog teeth, man. We got, we got, we got cat teeth.
1: I like to think, no. I like to think of it like, you know, I'm the Meat Canyon Pinocchio thing. Like, I'm jealous of human beings. You
3: used to be a robo maid and um, <clears throat> were in charge of the tooth fairy duties. And so you never actually discarded the teeth, you just kept them.
1: No, I was thinking of as more a of a memento. I think of more of as. You may one day, my little wooden <laughs> boy. I cannot wait any longer, <laughs> oh, no, Papa. Uh, I must uh, consume uh, your soul <laughs> to become a real boy. <laughs> John,
0: do you want a voice filter on your character for the entirety of the thing? Or you just um, want to do a, we'll, a we'll,
1: we'll see where we I'll see if I can come up with a voice that's good and then we'll see if it, it would be good with a filter.
3: Money's always right.
1: His name has three Cs. That's kind of fun. Ks. Three Ks. Never mind. With a one C. C, K, K. <laughs> Never mind. Shut up. Cut that all out. C for
0: captain. They had, had, to-, had to change that last one for reasons.
3: <coughs> now you can clean your throat. <laughs> That's usually Andrew's joke, to the end.
0: <laughs> Very professional, boys.
2: They're doing it in the break. It's fine.
3: I know. I know looking at a, a tree of skills that are honestly weird yes xeno esotericism that's cool it's obscure alien mysticism religion and belief that might come up and yeah. mysticism which is a master skill and the mu the, that's, the, the, that's the, the expert skill is spiritual apprehension
1: of hidden knowledge that's that's the that's the ability in dune that allows you to figure out what the Indigenous populations' religious terms are before they tell you, so they think that you're a messiah. Yeah. That's like Jessica being like, it's a maker of... And then she's before she finishes saying maker of death, the woman screams because... Yeah, that's what they use.
0: Yeah. Okay, ready? Good work, huh?
1: I think I should have said the energy of my character is like Spongebob Squarepants. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm wearing like a white suit shirt with rolled up sleeves and like little suspenders and like a lanyard...